A liberal hack in New York City disguised as a judge just told President Donald J. Trump that he has to pay over $360 million, and it was all brought on by the state's AG. We bring you all the details. The corporate media is devouring the news cycle with the allegations that the Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, was killed. It's the only thing the White House and the corporate media want to talk about, the political prisoners in Russia, but not the political prisoners here in the United States. Well, we're going to talk about it on today's show. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis just dodged a second day of testimony because, well, yesterday was such a flop for her. Our panel reacts. All that and more on The Brianna Morello Show. You have made it to Friday. Congratulations, everyone. Welcome to The Brianna Morello Show. I'm Brianna Morello, obviously, as many of you know by now. And well, you're probably wondering what kind of shirt am I wearing? I'm going to explain it soon, but here's just a glimpse. All right. All right. So that's the shirt. It's a little awkward getting showing it when you're in like a podcast kind of setup. But we're going to talk about this in just a few moments. Before we start, though, I've got to figure out where the news cycle is. And you guys know where I head to when I need to know what's going on in the world. And it's to citizenfreepress.com. That's where Kane is compiling all of the most important headlines, giving you a little twist of humor into it as well, and telling you what's going on in the world because we need to know the news cycle is always changing. And well, it's been a crazy week. So let's decompress and go through what Kane is thinking. Kane is kind of flagging for us. Let us know what's really important. First thing up though, Joe Biden. He made his way to East Palestine, Ohio. You guys remember the trail derailment that happened over there? Well, he finally made an appearance 378 days later. And wow, look at the turnout. This is probably why he avoided it, you guys. Uh, It was all just a sea of Trump supporters and everyone reminding him that nobody likes Joe Biden as president. And well, they did so respectfully, of course, I'm sure. But it was a great turnout for those residents in the area because to be honest with you, And we're going to discuss this later with our panel in the show, but why did it take the president 378 days to get there? The trail derailment was horrific. It completely ruined their water and air quality. And well, it shouldn't have taken the president of the United States this long to address the issue. Well, we are heading into a election season, obviously, or it's kind of in it by now. But, you know, they want to beat out any type of criticism so he could say he went there, but it took him 378 days to show his face. And that's an absolute disgrace. So let's change it up a little bit and go to the next topic for another absolute disgrace type of segue. This one was just jaw-dropping. So ultimately, yeah, President Trump is going to have to pay out, it looks like. He'll probably appeal and fight it as much as he can. But the judge, the little liberal hack in Manhattan, just said that he has to pay a 300 and I think it's up to $360 million in fines. And he is barred from doing business in New York for three years. I've never even heard of this in my lifetime before, but New York always seems to surprise us. And it also says that both Don uh, Don Jr., which is his son, Eric Trump, they both have to pay up. I think it's up to $4 million each. And that's their penalties as well. This is the same judge who said that Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million so, uh, guys, don't don't believe what you're seeing here. These people are garbage. They're lying to you. They're trying to go after President Trump in every direction possible with the criminal lawsuits and the civil lawsuits. And so this is just another one of those just insane stories. And speaking of insane stories, we briefly, but we didn't go into detail. But if you recall, 
Kansas City, well, they won the Super Bowl, obviously, last weekend, but then they had their parade, and then sadly, 22 people were shot during the parade, kind of towards the end a little bit, and sadly, one person did pass away. But here's a really interesting post by Jack Posobiec. So Jack is pointing out the fact that Kansas City is a very dangerous part of town. Now, you guys are probably wondering, where are the mugshots of the three people that were arrested? We saw them on Twitter, and then quietly they were shuffled away. Now, the people who were arrested are allegedly minors, and so they will not release their mugshots. But it's just – it's interesting because if you saw the pictures of the individuals who were arrested, they were minorities. And so many of us are skeptical normally when they don't release mugshots or announce arrests or charges – because of that. But Jack Posobiec here is pointing out what's the core issue in Kansas City right now. It's their gang violence. And so he has this map of like areas where you just don't go to. He calls it the kill a city. And well, there's all these areas, blocks kind of show you what gangs go where and which ones you need to avoid. Uh, and and it's just sad, right? You have the red is for bloods, the blue is for crips, black is unknown gangs, brown is for Hispanic hoods. And it's kind of a chart of where you can't go in Kansas City. And it's heartbreaking because Kansas City is a beautiful, beautiful city. So, I mean, although they are having issues with gun violence and they are probably, I think, the top 10 right now with gun violence, we need to highlight the incredible people that live in Kansas City or were there, at least, for all of this. And if you saw this video or if you didn't see this video, I want to bring some attention to it so we can end it on a little bit of a lighter note rather than all this negative energy. There were some great men in Kansas City who showed up for the parade, and they showed up when their city needed them the most. Here's the video of them tackling one of the shooters. It's it's incredible. They tackled this man down, the shooter down, fearless of the individual holding the gun who was recklessly shooting into a crowd. And look at all these men. Toxic masculinity, I'll tell you. They took these, they took this guy out quickly, and they waited for law enforcement to come and handle the arrest and who knows how many lives they saved and we're thankful for that we're thankful that during times like this when there's a mass shooter that there are americans and men who stand up to the plate and help out and protect innocent women and children who are there and the heartbreaking part of the shooting was that the, there was a i think eight kids who were shot out of the 22 so kudos to all the great men out there who step up when we need them the most and that's your headlines from citizenfreepress.com so I just finished unpacking my latest order from MyPillow and there's so much to tell you guys about. The new MyPillow 2.0 line is incredible. And it's not just me. Gia and Giuseppe are also loving their MyPillow dog beds. Gia is so obsessed with it. She wants to eat on it, play on it. She literally never leaves her bed. She is loving the MyPillow dog beds and I'm sure your pups at home would too. And it's just not that. My best friend, Allie, I gifted her the new MyPillow slippers and she's loving it. She describes it as walking on clouds. It's so incredible. So make sure you head over to MyPillow.com and secure up to 66% off. It's an incredible deal. Make sure you use promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And you guys got to get there now. Once word gets out that these items are all on the market now, the updated ones, well, he's going to sell out quickly. You might have already heard, but it sadly is being reported that the political opposition in Russia, Alexei Navalny, has died in prison. It's being splashed all over the corporate media headlines as of today. And, well, everyone in the media world in this country is mourning the loss. And it's 
interesting given where we are currently as a country right now. But before we get to that, Joe Biden spoke out earlier today about his passing, and obviously it is suspicious. Putin is well known for trying to kill off his political opposition, and he did try to kill Navalny by poisoning him years before this. So yes, it is concerning. But just listen to how President Joe Biden kind of details what took place. He bravely stood up uh, to the corruption, the violence, and the, the, all, the, all the bad things that the Putin government was doing. In response, Putin had him poisoned, he had him arrested, he had him prosecuted for fabricated crimes, he sentenced him to prison, he was held in isolation. Even all that didn't stop him from calling out Putin's lies. But make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. No one should be fooled, not in Russia, not at home, not anywhere in the world. Putin does not only target his citizens of other countries, as we've seen in what's going on in Ukraine right now. He also inflicts terrible crimes on his own people. And as people across Russia and around the world are mourning Navalny today. That was strange, right? It sounded like he was actually describing himself, arresting his political opposition, imprisoning them, going after them and maybe killing them. Why is Joe Biden even discussing this? Why is this something that the president of the United States is so focused on? Well, after he made those claims, of course, he used Navalny's death to push and to beat up on Congress for not passing Ukraine defense funding. So there's always a reason for this. But Joe Biden isn't above having political prisoners, and we're all well aware of this. Currently, right now in the United States, we have political prisoners right now. And it's sad and it's unfortunate, but the corporate media ignores all of this. People like Enrique Tario, who I, as of today right now, as you guys could see, I am wearing a shirt reminding the audience that Tario did nothing wrong. And he's not alone. Hundreds of January 6th defendants are sitting in prison right now for practicing their rights to show up to a protest. And Tario wasn't even there, remind our audience, wasn't even there. But he is now sitting in a prison cell for text messages that he sends for 22 years. The crimes our government has actually committed is disgraceful. We have political prisoners here in the United States. We have people that had to flee the United States and go to Russia because they feared this regime. So to sit here and pretend like we don't know what our government is capable of, like we are above Russia is not only ignorance, but it's outrageous. Our country has political prisoners. And right now they are sitting in prison. They have sat in prison for years. Most of them haven't even had their trials yet, but they were placed in solitary confinement because, well, we don't like what you have to say. And so for that, you will go to prison. It's so easy for everyone to point their fingers at Russia and pretend like Putin is the most evil man in the world. Well, at least the people in Russia know what they're getting with Putin. Here in the United States, we pretend like we are the land of the free and we are not. Ultimately, we, are, we have allowed people to use the excuse that what people believe in, what people said, is the reason why they are incarcerated and they should be there. We've allowed them to do so for over three years now. 
and it's disgraceful. So when we sit here, we point our finger and we say, look at Russia, look at Russia, look what they do to their people. You're a moron if that's what you're thinking right now. There's no other way to describe it. Only an idiot would sit there and say that Russia has political prisoners. What we're doing right now in our country is an absolute disgrace. Joe Biden is locking up people who he disagrees with because they say things that he doesn't like. And that's the reality of what's going on right now in our country. We only have a couple of people on the screen right now who are currently being incarcerated right now here in the United States, current political prisoners, but there's significantly more. And it's disgusting. A lot of these men and women are veterans. So when we sit here and we allow the corporate media to call out Putin because of all of the atrocities he has committed while neglecting to address the ones that are currently going on right now on our, on our soil, on our, on our lands, we are disgraceful. There is no other way to look at it. You could sit there and you could continue to point your finger and say, look at what they're doing to their people. But to be completely honest with you, we're about the same. We're allowing the president of the United States to go after his political opponent by imprisoning him. Listen, we spoke about it too. We spoke about how the White House has met with over three prosecutors and and likely discuss what's going to go happen to President Donald Trump. They're going to put him in prison because they can't kill him. So they will put him in prison. They will leave him in prison for the rest of their life if they get their way. So you guys could calm down your fake outrage over what Vladimir Putin's doing in his country. Because right here in the United States of America, we have political prisoners and everyone is neglecting to address that. I want to tell you guys about my friend, Allie. Allie is always complaining about her feet hurting because she's always in heels and working on them. And so I gifted her the new My Slippers 2.0. And let me tell you something, guys. It's been a complete game changer for Allie. You see, Allie tells me now it feels like she's walking on clouds because these slippers are so soft and the cushioning on them is perfect. She is so happy with her new My Slippers 2.0 that she's bragging about it to everyone. And well, if you go on mypillow.com right now, you'll notice that everyone's talking about these slippers. They're incredible. So right now you have to head over to mypillow.com and secure your slippers right now. Now, if you want to save up to 66% off, you got to do it by using promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Again, make sure you're using promo code Brianna if you want to secure your 66% off and get them now before they sell out. In a world where technology surrounds us, our exposure to EMR, or electromagnetic radiation, is higher than ever before. With over 400,000 cell towers and antennas in the United States alone, not to mention Wi-Fi that runs 24-7 in our home, cell phones that are carried in our pockets hours on end, and hundreds of 5G satellites in our orbit. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, heart palpitations, insomnia, and so much more. Start protecting yourself now. Introducing Redemption Shield, your EMF protection products. With over 705 star reviews, Redemption Shield is leading the way in shielding and grounding products. Taking inflammation out of your body with grounding bed mats, grounding bed sheets, hats, scarves, Wi Fi router covers, cell phone bags. Come and see us today at redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded. Redemptionshield.com. Use code BREE and save 10%. Now, you guys might recall, you might have missed it. I wanted to kind of flag this for you. But yesterday, we had Gina Pate. She's the CEO. 
CEO and founder of Redemption Shield. We had her on this program and it was incredible to talk to her because I learned so much from her regarding not only her products, but the damages that potentially could be caused by 5G. Many of us don't even realize it's happening, but we pulled up a Forbes article and went through that with her. And it's just so alarming how the damage that technology could actually cause on our health. And so that's why it's so important to discuss these topics. But if you were a doubter, then she completely just blew your mind yesterday. We had her do a test to show us how her products actually work. And well, I'm not even going to explain it to you because your mind's going to be blown. Let's just have her show you that exact test we're talking about. Basic voltage meter, a multimeter. And I like to just, I ground it and then I'll hold this round probe, this red probe. And you can see the frequency in my body is three point, if you can see that there, 3.1 volts. Now I'm going to touch my mat and look at that. All of that voltage just left my body. All of those positive ones. And so what happens is you start to sleep better at night. Your body goes into a healing mode. And so this is this natural frequency that takes this these bad frequencies out of your body. So grounding is critical for you and I now because we're living in such high frequency environments. So this is like literally being at the beach. Imagine that I'm sleeping at the beach in my bed and it's literally I'm getting the same effect of having my feet in the sand. My mind was absolutely blown after she did that test on our show. It really works. And we're telling our audience about it because I think it's really important for everyone to try out for themselves. She has a ton of different products. There's so many that you could choose from. One of my favorites too was the handbag. We put your phone. And so she explained it that, you know, especially as women, when we put our phone and our devices in our pockets next to our reproductive organs, you're actually potentially causing a lot of damage. And so the bag actually helps protect you from your own cell phone, which is so incredible. She's got the hats. The hats are super cute. The bags as well. They're super stylish. But then she had, and this is what everyone's loving, and they're selling these like hotcakes, the bed sheets. Everyone is talking about the bed sheets. I actually found out about the bed sheets from the Whiteids. They told me all about it. Everyone is loving their bed sheets. Their bed sheets are incredible. So that's what everyone else is buying up now. The bed mats, those are also extremely popular as well. It's just such a great line of products. Now, right now on her website, she's running a sale. It's 10% off right now. But if you use promo code BREE, that's B-R-E, she's going to allow you, just because you're a member of her audience and you're listening to today's show, she's going to allow you to add that on top of the sale prices, which is incredible because most retailers would not let you do that. But this is a great deal for our audience. So you head over to redemptionshield.com. And after you pack out your shopping cart with whatever you're looking to get, make sure you use Brie, B-R-E. So altogether, you're going to save 20% off. It's incredible, obviously. Only an exclusive you're getting for watching this show today. So you got to head over there. You got to go make these purchases because the items are incredible. I know the bed sheets are flying off the shelves right now. Well, virtual shelves, I should say, since it's a website. So head over right now, redemptionshield.com, and then use promo code B-R-E to secure 10% off on top of the sale prices. It's such a great deal. We don't know how long it's going to last. So make sure you take advantage of this right now. The hell they want. 
I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking. That is allegedly the president of the United States, Joe Biden. Earlier today, as I spoke about in our open, he spoke out about the death of Alexandria not 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 uh, <laughs> not <laughs> you could add that <laughs> hold on okay do it again sorry that's allegedly the president of the United States Joe Biden speaking earlier today as we spoke about in our open about Navalny and his passing. Now, ultimately, what's going on here now is we have Joe Biden using this as an excuse to push forward funding for Ukraine. So he's the death of the man to push forward his funding. And it was very, very strange, the presser he did. It only lasted a couple of minutes, of course, because he can't last, last much up there these days. And during his press conference, he started screaming at the media regarding Congress going on a break. Let's take a listen ammunition to the Ukrainians without a supplemental from Congress. No, but it's about time they step up, don't you think? Instead of going on a two-week vacation. Two weeks. They're walking away. Two weeks. What are they thinking? My God. This is bizarre. And it's just reinforcing all the concern and, and, and almost, I won't say panic, but real concern about the United States being a reliable ally. This is outrageous. This is outrageous, coming from the guy who literally takes a vacation every weekend. So, because Congress goes away for two weeks to, you know, take a break and not pass foreign funding, which he says is a priority these days, he thinks it's outrageous. Let's bring in some experts who have some experience on the Hill and know a lot more about these issues than I would, of course. Let's bring in Allie Thomas. She's the former director of operations for Congressman Matt She's also my crisis manager, <laughs> unofficially, of course. And Luke Ball, he is a congressional, a former congressional staffer, as well as the CEO of Mason Borough Strategies. Thank you guys for jumping on today. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Thank you guys for joining us. Joe Biden's inability to speak is contagious. I've apparently caught it, and it's pr quite <laughs> hilarious these days. But let's talk about what he's upset about, right? He's upset that Congress is deciding to go on a break for two weeks, apparently, and not pass and prioritize passing funding Ukraine. Luke, why is he upset when he's the one who goes on vacations literally every other weekend? You're right. It's laughable that he's accusing Congress of being derelict in their duty for taking two weeks to go back to their districts and participate in district events and a lot of work that just frankly, they have to manage. And you can't do that inside the Beltway of Capitol Hill. Frankly, I think that a lot of the better work gets done when they're not in session in Congress. It actually helps save the country a little bit. But I think the last statistic was like 30 to 40 percent of his time in office has been spent on vacation. So he has no room to talk here whatsoever. And I've noticed that any time that something comes out, a development in the Ukraine and the Russia war as we move further and further into this melee that 
any development at all is a reason that the Democrats will try to use to try and get further funding for Ukraine and ignore the priorities that are happening here at home. Frankly, I think it is a red herring argument most of the time to say that whenever something is going on overseas, we should send money towards it and ignore the fact that the same people who would want to pour into other countries and cause harm would love to pour into our country through the southern border and cause harm. So maybe we would be a little more willing to even have this discussion in the U.S. House of Representatives if we secured our own priorities at home. I don't believe that Republicans should or would want to be sending all of this money overseas, but maybe it would be a more legitimate conversation of foreign affairs if we could get our own national security affairs straight here at home first. I mean, Luke, that sounds reasonable, I would say. Allie, do you agree? I do. I agree. And the other thing, when I watched the um, press conference today, he was sort of gave three years ago the red line that Obama gave. Um, and then he said he's already given Russia a hard time and he's gotten them back prior to the death of, you know, the sadness of, of what happened. So I just find it odd that he would yell at Congress when I echo what Luke said, it's so much better for them to be in the district and be representing and listening to the people that elected them to represent them in DC. And frankly, I think that, you know, Obama missed the mark and started screaming like he always does. Well, it's better than the whispering into the microphone, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. No, the whispering is super creepy. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. I always have to like pull out a headphone when he does it because it just gives me the chills. But he is busy today. He actually just found the time. It took him 378 days, guys, to finally make the trip down to East Palestine, Ohio. And well, uh, residents are like, oh, it's probably a little too late. Let's listen to one how what well how one resident kind of unleash on the president. Travis Newman, remember he didn't show up when it actually the whole catastrophe happened. I just, uh, it, I'm sure it doesn't sit right with anyone. Allie, is it a little too late now that he's heading down to Ohio to kind of look at whatever? I mean, most of it's probably already been fixed and handled by now. I'm incensed by this. I have family that lives in Ohio, some about 100 miles northish, northwest. I have family that lives about 50 miles south of it. And my heart bleeds for the people of East Palestine. Also, the country's favorite DEI hire said that the, you know, Congress or the president was, um, you know, would go there when the time was right. Well, does that mean the air quality is better? Because he had over a year to go there. And I echo what Luke said in the earlier segment that he's been gone over 30% on vacation, either spent at his vacation home in, Del um, in uh, Delaware or in Camp David. Why didn't he have time to go to East Palestine and at least talk to the residents that are suffering? Um, there was a person I watched earlier today that said they can still smell it. This is mm -hmm. this is so tragic, and for them just to blatantly ignore um, the, after the, the residents after this devastation, it has to be affecting more people than just East Palestine as well. I would think the air quality, the water quality, but we don't know because the president hasn't done any oversight to see it, nor go over there to see them. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, well, I. I I mean, the timing is just, it's interesting given the fact that we're now heading towards the election. So I ultimately think that's why he's heading over there. Luke, do you think he's going to drink the water when he gets there? 
I doubt it, but I believe that when it comes down to the fact that he was basically just ignoring the people of Ohio, it had major ramifications, not just for those residents, but frankly, for his political life as well, because he had an amazing opportunity to swoop in there and to say, I'm here to save the day, not really do a whole bunch, but just shake some hands and kiss some babies and say, look, I'm present. I hear your concerns in a state that traditionally has been a swing state. It's been trending redder over the last decade, I'd say, but some some opportunity to basically come in and say, I'm here to help and I'm trying to make sure that we get back on the right path. He didn't do any of that. Donald Trump swooped in and did that, handed out bottles of water and was with the mayor of East Palestine and basically was able to to scoop up that political gold that Joe Biden just kind of walked over. And the other ironic part about this is by him saying that he didn't have an occasion to go to East Palestine yet, he had to fly over Ohio multiple times to go to fundraisers either out in California or in another part of the country, political events where he could have literally just had a layover somewhere and swung by, but he didn't do that. And it begs the question why. You're right, 378 days without going there. And there was one resident that said, at this point, what does it even matter? It's way too little too late. Somebody who was coming in and trying to basically do more cleanup back damage on his political career than they would care about trying to clean up the water supply. Yeah, it's disgusting that it took him this long to get there. Um, I just, I, I have no faith in this administration. I think most Americans are, we're watching and understand now that they have to prepare to protect their families because you're not going to sit here and wait on the federal government to come save you because they will never save you. And so I think yeah. it puts a lot of this in perspective. I want to talk about the political hit job that the current president is unleashing on former President Donald J. Trump. We just saw today in the Manhattan courtroom, uh, up that civil lawsuit that was brought on by Tish James, the New York Attorney General. Well, the the biased liberal judge, of course, has just told President Donald Trump that he has to pay $354 million uh, for a crime that he alleges that has no victims and has nobody complaining except the New York AG, of course. And Don Jr. and Eric Trump will have to pay $4 million. And they've also been banned for three years from doing business in the state of New York. Uh, Allie, your reaction to just this news coming out, because this just happened moments ago before we started discussing this, but it's just disgusting. And it just seems like it's the lawfare that we're constantly talking about on this show. They can't beat Donald Trump on merit. They can't beat Donald Trump's movement with uh, America first and, and, and caring about the United States. So they're trying to bankrupt him and block him from making any more money. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's well orchestrated. It is. Luke? Yeah, when it comes down to it, I think that we should remember where the investigation came from originally. This was by Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, who is not doing well in her race and basically needed some way to try to promote herself and get free earned media. Uh, but she went in and essentially campaigned on this for months leading up to it. She said, I'm going to go into the office of Attorney General every day, sue Donald Trump, and then go home. That is not an unbiased investigation. How can anybody argue that that is an unbiased investigation? She said that he was an illegitimate president, which I might point out is election questioning, something that the left loves to use, say that only Republicans do. But when it comes down to examining the facts of the case as well, it was so shaky at the very beginning that you saw them basically misappraising Mar-a-Lago. You saw them having outlandish remarks from these judges and from the people who were prosecuting it that were undoubtedly biased. And I believe that unfortunately, 
you're not going to get a fair shake in New York, not from DA Alvin Bragg, not from Letitia James. This was just bound from the beginning. And I believe that everybody knew that. But if anything, I think that the trials leading up to the election are going to inure in his favor. It's almost an in-kind contribution to see Fannie Willis on the, on the stand yesterday and then her dad on the stand, frankly, again today. So when you examine what Letitia James has done all the way down to what's going down in Georgia, I think the American people recognize that, as Ali said, if they can't get their way through the legitimate political process, they're going to hijack our legal system and institute lawfare to get themselves across the finish line. Yeah. And and Luke, you just cited what's going on in Fulton County. Yesterday, we highlighted all of it. It was an absolute uh, destructive day, I'd say, for Fannie Willis. She actually didn't come back to finish her testimony. Uh, The state claimed that they had nothing else that they wanted to ask her, but she was expected to speak again today. But her father did come, her father, John Floyd, And he had some questions that were asked of him regarding cash, because ultimately she yesterday was accused of giving thousands of dollars in cash to her lover, her legally married lover at the time, who uh, she was paying for these lavish vacation trips. But he said, oh, no, 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 she paid me back in cash, but has no proof that she paid it back in cash, no receipts, no, normally sometimes too, when you're spending that much money, you have to document it. And they didn't do that, of course. And she came and said, oh, well, you know, it's something my father taught me. So her father came on today. And uh, this was his excuse in regards to the cash. Excuse me, and I, Your Honor, I'm not trying to be racist, okay? But it's a black thing, okay? You know, I was trained, and most black folks, they hide cash or they keep cash. And uh, I was, no, I train, you always keep some cash. Okay, I understand most Americans keep a couple of hundred dollars, I'm sure, in their homes just for safety reasons, but they're not talking about that. I mean, they went on multiple vacations, and and Nathan Wade said that she reimbursed him in the thousands for these vacations. So, Allie, are you believing it that, you know, just the black thing, that they're the ones who keep thousands of dollars in cash, and to even question it would probably be racist? This is unbelievable. I especially love when she said she would negotiate with the cab drivers. You know, I felt bad for her father because you could tell that he was trying to save her yesterday. She wasn't supposed to see her boyfriend's testimony um, or alleged now ex-boyfriend since the subpoena came through. And you could tell he really wanted to help his daughter. And it's sad that she put herself into a position that needed to be defended. And I don't believe that it's just a racial thing to put keep some money, although I believe it's harder on this economic and Biden economics rather to uh, save a couple hundred bucks in your house right now. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, and ultimately also the father did say, and I should add this to it, that he was unaware of their relationship until about a couple of weeks ago. Do you believe any of the things that he said during his testimony today, or you think he's just trying to cover for his daughter? You know, I think the bulk of the testimony that we heard from the courtroom over the last couple of days is suspect at best. And the excuse for keeping the amount of cash that they did, I mean, I have never, ever heard that before. I feel like somebody would have mentioned it along the way if that were a thing. I don't think that's a thing. I think that that is just a weird excuse that he was trying to throw out. And frankly, it reminded me of the Andrew Gillum scandal a few years ago back in 2018, where they were trying to figure out who actually purchased the Hamilton ticket and paid for lavish trips and things like that. It was highly suspect. And what was really interesting as well was to see, I believe, a mainstream media article basically say 
Fannie Willis looked very much like the person that she was trying to prosecute in relation to Donald Trump. So they're basically like, she was always accusing Donald Trump of being outlandish and lashing out in court and saying this is a politicized investigation. And she always said that that was false. But now she is on the stand and she is saying this is a politicized investigation. She's lashing out far greater than Donald Trump has ever done in the courtroom. And I believe that as the office might say, how the turntables, when actually she is put on the stage and the political prosecution and her mind is going the opposite way. It's totally unfair. But at this point, it's for legitimate reasons. And I believe that when it comes down to it, there's not a lot of grounds for her to even move forward with the prosecution of Donald Trump. But there is a lot of questions surrounding whether or not she actually runs her office with integrity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's laughable when you look at the old clips of her when she was running for the, for that office and attacking her predecessor for being corrupt. When now we're looking at this, we're like, uh, you might have beaten your predecessor, honestly. Uh, so it's interesting to see. I want to ask you guys this difficult question. Uh, late yesterday evening, the picture of Fannie Willis's dress made its way to the Internet. And it was very debatable, but it looks like here she's wearing her dress backwards. Now, I told everyone, be nice to her. We got to be kind because she's been dating somebody who's been legally married for quite some time now. So this woman's got a lot of stress on her hands right now. Uh, Is this dress on backwards? Allie, you'd be my expert on this. Do you think this is backwards or do you think this is a new style? I think she was panicking because she admitted that she may or may not have had some campaign funds in her alleged closet with all the money that she was stashing. And as as you know, uh, or if you don't know, that most people get disbarred over misappropriation of funds, whether it be spending or overbilling or, or something like that. So perhaps she didn't know she had it on, or perhaps she was trying to look and see where those funds were to make him, you know, a- accountable and put on the dress backwards. But the dress is definitely backwards. Stressful. Luke, you're an expert too. Is the dress on backwards? I don't have any expertise on putting on dresses. Um, so I, I would have <laughs> no answer. earthly idea. Um, so, you know, up here in Washington, a lot of people are experts in taking <laughs> off dresses, but I, I, I wouldn't say that either. But unfortunately, I think that it's just one final nail in the coffin of the entire day. I mean, you go through all of that, all of that testimony, and I keep making office references. I know I probably shouldn't, but it reminds me of when Daryl looks at Michael and says, are you wearing a woman's suit? Like the whole day has just gone to trash and now it's backwards on her. It's just a sign of the times it must be. I Brianna, you have to, we didn't work on the Senate side. We worked on the congressional side. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. We, we don't have expertise on, on those kind of things or Luke doesn't. Uh, mm, I don't know. That's not what I hear. My sources tell me otherwise. Next story. <laughs> well, let's jump into the next one, too, because I think this is interesting. Now, it wasn't Fannie Willis who was the only one stressed out yesterday. Nathan Wade was stressed out, too, and and it was interesting to see his reaction. Let's take a look. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. No. I don't even know if I have a question, but I just wanted to play it. 
I had not seen that before. That is so bad. I had not seen I, that I, clip before. I feel like you looked up like, did I do I perjure myself on my interrogatories during my divorce <laughs> and open that up and owe my wife or ex-wife now much more? Do he, I get myself thrown in jail? He's sitting there going, okay, we were in an apartment. We were in a yurt. We were in an igloo. We, we were in that two-bedroom house. One He's going through all the different houses that I've ever been in, but maybe not technically a cabin. Yeah, I was a little worried too because I think. <laughs> yes, a bungalow. <laughs> oh, gosh, he might have been fearful, guys. He might. He Fanny Willis might not be his own lady, so he probably had to think that one through. Um, so oh, no. I thought the delay. <laughs> he probably got. You know, she was talking about like uh, she doesn't want to berate him because he's a black man or whatever her term was that she used. Um, but ultimately, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, yes. Well, she just she, she doesn't see color, but um, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. I'm sure when he got back home, that she definitely did because that was a little that has all on edge. Like, why is he taking so long to think this through? Like, Most men would like you know when you're dating someone, like where you've gone. So this was uh, strange to say the least. But you know, back on the corruption side of all of this, Allie, we watched this. It's it's laughable, but it's also not at the same time because. When you map it all together, this is all well orchestrated from the White House, like we've been talking about. The White House has met with both Nathan Wade, uh, according to his billing records, because he built the White House for the meeting, or he built Georgia taxpayers for the meeting with the White House. So we know that. Tish James met with the White House. We know Jack Smith has also met with the White House. Uh, what are we going to do about this? Because, you know, we are hoping that Congress gets involved and tries to push back a little bit on this because this obviously is a political hit job, but everyone seems to be kind of quiet about it. Do you think Congress will get involved? Because they allegedly have the majority, House Republicans. I would love for Congress to get involved. I would love for them to ask. You know, the big telling part of her uh, testimony yesterday was picking up the three pieces of paper and shaking them and screaming that they're lies. And and uh, wow, the attitude. I'm telling you, I don't think anybody else could get away with acting like that. But she was quite adamant about not being in Maryland or DC at the time her boyfriend was. She didn't say anything about Virginia though, but um, <laughs> definitely think that uh, Congress needs to get involved. I think it's a political hit piece and, and I think that they'll do anything to try to get Donald Trump off the ballots. They can't beat yeah. him otherwise. Luke, do you see do you see House Republicans kind of intervening in all of this? Because you know there are the allegations that she uh, her office did misuse uh, federal grants, so that would give them enough to go in there and start doing something. But do you see any of them getting, or even even the governor Brian Kemp, who's apparently a Republican, and Chris Carr again, the AG, apparently a Republican? Do you see any of them getting involved? I hope they don't until at least the trial's over. I think that she's doing just a fine job proving Republicans' point by herself. But maybe after the trial is over that the Republicans can get involved and start poking around. Look, I think that the GOP needs to fight fire with fire. Whenever there are obvious political investigations and witch hunts against the leading president of the United States, or frankly, any member for that matter, I think that the Republicans need to be just as offensive about it as the Democrats have been, because sometimes the Republicans just sit back and say, oh, this is bad, and we message poorly on it, but it takes real action to actually go out and fight these battles. Look, the left is taking ground that the right has never wanted to do in the past, but if the right doesn't fight on the same level that the left is, well, then the left is going to outmove 
outmaneuver us. So I believe that when it comes down to examining exactly what's happening in Georgia, if the facts don't all come out in this case, which they're not going to in the court drama, it's just going to inure to maybe even more legal questions. Did she perjure herself? Did she not give the full testimony? Things of that nature. Let's wait until after all the courtroom drama is over, because at this point, Fannie Willis and her father and all the other participants are just giving more fodder for potential investigations. So once we see exactly just how they are detrimental to their own calls in the courtroom, then we can take up the mantle and start moving forward. Because right now we're getting so many different leads on what direction to go to. It's kind of hard to pick one. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And we're all kind of, you know, the news cycle is flipping so much. It's really hard to focus on what story is happening. And that's being done intentionally. We actually mapped that out yesterday uh, that they're consistently whenever there's a there's a thing that arises about Biden and his corruption, there's always a Trump thing that follows immediately after. So they're pretty stacked up on flipping the news cycle. Before we head out, I wanted to hit this story because I thought it was pretty uh, interesting. And I think people need to start paying attention to this. But in California right now, there's legislative proposal going on right now that would allow black students in California to receive free college tuition. Uh, If it does pass, that would be outrageous. One would say that that sounds racist. Uh, Allie, do you see this I mean, California is obviously ridiculous when it comes to stuff like this, but did you see this passing? And then will this even stick? Because I'm sure there's groups like America First Legal that would challenge this and bring them to court because it's obviously racist. So how do you think this is all going to go down? I feel like it's going to stick, but I feel like also the Democrats who are looking for the replacement of Joe Biden, who realizes that Kamala Harris can't do it, are freaking Mm -hmm. out that Governor Newsom is, is failing up as well. I mean, This is just asinine. If anybody else, if any other groups did this, there would be outrage. But Mm -hmm. have to get their votes somehow. So that's who they're pandering to. And it's unfortunate because we should have um, college tuition paid for when you have merit and and you and you're, you know, studying and doing well and hard work or scholarships. Um, It's sad that they're doing this. But I think that it's I think Governor Newsom is going to going to sign it. Wait, you're talking about free tuition for anyone? No. Oh. Not everyone can have it. have it on, on merit and study. I and got nervous. Football or sports, but yeah, not everyone. Uh, not everyone. Not everybody should I know. I mean, we should support the trades. Yeah. Well, that would be nice. That would be nice. Luke, your reaction to this this proposal, because if I'm in California right now and I'm any other race but black, I'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, it's so obvious to see how ridiculous it is. Part of me wants them to implement it because California is such a microcosm of what the Democrats are pushing for, that if they basically go into economic failure, I'm wondering if the Democrats will wake up across the nation. And if we see these proposals, the wild proposals that they're throwing out nationally implemented in one state, then I believe that it might come to reality. A lot of the other voters who are in these other states trying to wonder what direction that they should vote. So obviously it's ridiculous. We all hope it won't pass. But if you vote Democrats in who are proposing this, that's what you're going to get. And if you ask for it, you might receive it. And the economic impact, the financial impact that it might have to a state might be a microcosm of what the rest of the nation would go through if these policies were implemented. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's interesting. Uh, I have a feeling, though, if if they were to have a really bad financial situation in California, they'd make us at the federal level try to bail them out. So that's the part that's going to be a little worried, especially just proposed $50 minimum wage. Nobody's oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're all
they just they want it they want to crush the middle class and, and crush small businesses. That's the goal and all of that. So we'll see. Sadly, California's gonna learn the hard way and um we should force them to stay in their state though and not come out and move to places like Texas and Florida because they'll crush us too. So Luke, Allie, thank you for jumping on with us today. It was a great discussion and I appreciate your time. So I just finished unpacking my latest order from my pillow and There's so much to tell you guys about. The new MyPillow 2.0 line is incredible. And it's not just me. Gia and Giuseppe are also loving their MyPillow dog beds. Gia is so obsessed with it. She wants to eat on it, play on it. She literally never leaves her bed. She is loving the MyPillow dog beds. And I'm sure your pups at home would too. And it's just not that. My best friend, Allie, I gifted her the new MyPillow slippers and she's loving it. She describes it as walking on clouds. It's so incredible. So make sure you head over to MyPillow.com and secure up to 66% off. It's an incredible deal. Make sure you use promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And you guys got to get there now. Once word gets out that these items are all on the market now, the updated ones, well, he's going to sell out quickly. In a world where technology surrounds us, our exposure to EMR, or electromagnetic radiation, is higher than ever before. With over 400,000 cell towers and antennas in the United States alone, not to mention Wi-Fi that runs 24-7 in our home, cell phones that are carried in our pockets hours on end, and hundreds of 5G satellites in our orbit. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, heart palpitations, insomnia, and so much more. Start protecting yourself now. Introducing Redemption Shield, your EMF protection products. With over 705 star reviews, Redemption Shield is leading the way in shielding and grounding products. Taking inflammation out of your body with grounding bed mats, grounding bed sheets, hats, scarves, Wi Fi router covers, cell phone bags. Come and see us today at redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded. Redemptionshield.com. Use code BREE and save 10%. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them. 